<laughs> you also need to move the mic in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new to this. <laughs> but not that new. <laughs> I am new to this. This I is w- brand spanking new to me. I've never had my own podcast. Okay, but you've been in front of the camera in front of a mic before. So not you well. should mm. know. <laughs> not well. <laughs> you should know. Hold on. Ooh, yay. <laughs> Pop that bottle. <laughs> well, Pop that bottle. welcome to the PAB podcast, everybody. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Cheesity, um, cheesity. Cheers. Well, what? hi, I'm Ariel. <laughs> and I'm Estelle. I'm sure you all know that by now, though. I mean, maybe they don't. Maybe, maybe they, they do. Don't. Maybe they don't. I hope let's, they do. Let's assume that they don't because it'll just be easier. I guess. So do you want to introduce yourself? A little fun fact about you or anything? Um, Ariel, like the Little Mermaid, spelled differently. My favorite Disney princess is Jasmine, though. So, fun fact. I feel like Dang, that's very girl. rude. Well, I've, so we don't have to keep filling. <laughs> My name's Estelle, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Estelle. <laughs> um, I'm a ball of fluff and fun, and I'm kind of mean, so I'm here Get to judge. Ready. I'm here to judge. All areas mostly me, <laughs> which she does often. Um, I think I'm gonna judge everybody, but cheers, cheers to each other, cheers to us and this lovely adventure we're getting ready to go on. I am super excited for this. It's something both Ariel and I have wanted to do for a really long time, and I think we finally get to a place that we could do it. Yes, or we're able to do it. I don't know what the financially best we're able to do it. <laughs> Emotionally, we're capable to do it. Uh, there might be emotional breakdowns on here. Maybe, I but I mean that's part of life, right? <laughs> yeah. It is. But right now, we're in a happy place. We're in a good place where we could provide content that is very well needed. I also think we're at a much happier place in our lives. Absolutely, I think that's so important. What is that mean? It's an airplane. Oh. <laughs> it's an airplane. I don't know if you can hear it, but there's an airplane. I'm like, uh, what is that? I'm like, is there a train? Is it coming? a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Superman. Can you imagine? Superman? Yes. No. I'm sorry. Yes, please. Unless it's Tom Wellings, I'm good. Exactly. I mean, he played Clark Kent most of the time. And the blur. I don't care. Exactly. The C- oh, fun fact. I love the CW. I love superheroes. I'm a nerd at heart. I don't, I'm not, I don't nerd out as hard as most people, but I definitely know my situations. That's not true. You nerd out a lot. Don't I do. There, no, there are bigger nerds than I am. Trust me. Oh, I know that. I'm, I'm related but I to some of them. I am definitely a nerd <laughs> for sure. CW is my favorite. Yes. Smallville. Clark Kent. I think it was the last Tom Welling. Like CW show I watched was Smallville. Which ended in like 2010. So yeah. Damn. Yeah. Whole new decade. It is. Whole new superheroes. Now I just watch my 600 pound life and I can't. pimple popper. I can. I can't do the 600 pounds life. Why not? It's like so, I don't know how to explain. It's like therapeutic to me, like watching them go through this cycle of getting rid of a food addiction because at the end of the day, you can never stop eating. You always have to eat. Yeah. And to fight that battle every day and like that whole psychological part behind it as to why they're doing it. Some of them, like, you, you're just lazy. But other than others who have been raped or gone through, like, real traumatic experience and find solitude in food, I 
feel so bad for them. But like, I'm so excited when they finally can like walk and get rid of like these huge masses on their legs. And mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful story sometimes. This got deep real quick. It did. <laughs> also, I love the fact that Dr. Now is kind of an a-hole <laughs> throughout the entire night to them. You don't know but who you're talking about, but it. absolutely. You need a lo- little tough love in your life. A lot of tough love. Not a little, a lot. 600 pounds, a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, so. How I'm we so, got started. Yeah. Do you want to start that? I, well, well, it was kind of my idea. It was very much your idea. I think I was still, we were still working together when you came up with that idea. No, you had already left. But I, we both wanted to eventually be. On in Helen. The, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But. This was an idea that you've had since we worked together, and that's been about what going off of. Well, we we decided yesterday we've been friends for four years. Damn. So we've worked together for pretty much three of those years. Even mm-hmm. I even consider you as an intern as kind of working together. Yeah, because um, I was I was an extraordinary intern. I was an intern extraordinaire. You're welcome. I'm not gonna say anything to that, but anyways. Um, but yeah I've always wanted just to have conversations I think especially our conversations I feel are very deep and like informative and I don't think I'm using the right words for this but but I love our conversations and I love getting other people involved into our conversations Mm -hmm. because I feel like people don't talk anymore like they talk but they don't listen. listen right and more people are just talking at each other and just wanting to prove that they are right and only them are right instead of being open to new thoughts and ideas. Absolutely. And I wanted so much of that to be in this podcast, but as well as us having our petty moments in life because we all have them. We're human. (laughs) We all do have them. I also do think it is very important that we show that we're just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know, we're figuring it out one day at a time. Like, Deja yesterday <laughs> called me and was like going on about a struggle. And I'm like, girl, you preach into the choir yep. the entire yep. time. Like you, I, I feel bad because I feel like she's calling me like I have the answers. Girl, you I don't. got no answers to anything. I am waking up trying to figure it out one day at a time. But the point of this is that she could call you she and could. she could talk to you and you could give an answer I don't or a solution think I gave her any <laughs> you just you were there to understand and sometimes that's all you need is someone to know that you're not alone you good over there lovey loud it's probably me which because i'm softer than estelle i'm very loud so also personality trait i am the softer version of her petty <laughs> she she full-blown she a full-blown petty I am a softer kind of. I'm quieter though in my pettiness. Like I keep a lot of it built up, and then I blow up about it. Oh, I'm good for that. That and there's our similarity. We, yeah. I am very good at blowing things up at the end of it. Yeah. And then another thing. <laughs> I, I, most of the time, I know that it shows like the recording numbers in my phone that it's at normal for this channel. I guess. Uh, we'll figure it out. We're, we're figuring this <laughs> we're out. We're all one day figuring this out together. I, it's I, okay. I it's okay. Amen. I mean, as long as it says recording, I don't know. Hey, we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll watch it back. I'm having in my mind that's going to be coming. Yeah, I think that means that it's recording. Yeah. Amen. I mean, I would hope you know how your camera works. I it's been a while. Question. It's been a while. I went to broadcasting school and I haven't used that. Oh, I haven't used that camera since we did that free hug video. 
which was a hot minute ago. Maybe I will finally edit that and put it somewhere. Content, maybe. I hope so, because Dylan worked really hard on that. He did. And it was actually a very good video, very good concept. I enjoyed it. That was my first taste into what it would be like to be in the public view to, to be kind blogger. of put myself out there it was mostly for me to kind of see if I could do it if I could be that vulnerable and go out in public and do something that was out of my comfort zone just like this no I um I don't know I just thought it was weird that you're just giving random people a hug you don't know who's gonna touch you but I mean hello I'm a little weird that so is true. <laughs> it was it was normal for me weird for everybody else which is, I'm fine with, exactly. I mean, do you? I'm not apologetic. You could have also gotten kidnapped in that process. You were too. there the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I could have turned around and you've been kidnapped. There was two people there with, I did it safely. I did it in groups. Like, I didn't go saying, down a dark alley and hug a random... You don't know who was going to hug you. You could have had, like... I definitely had some questions. Again, I will try to edit this down, <laughs> and you guys can see for yourself. There was, you know, some questionable people but you know it's a hug is a hug and it makes everybody's day and a lot of people were like wow you just made my day and that's why I did it that was the goal of my experiment and I enjoyed every moment of it well I'm glad that you did that experiment and you're happy about it I'm still judging you for it amen but it got me here it did it did I don't know how that pertains to our podcast but you know it got you to this lovely moment in our lives exactly every every moment in your life it makes you grow as a human. It does. It does. So we started this podcast, A, because we wanted to have great conversations with one another and explain like the struggles of life with millennials. Everybody thinks that millennials are lazy. They're, they think that they deserve everything that's coming to them. And it's not really how millennials are. Like, honestly, I am the least lazy person I know. You a Virgo through and through. I know I am. I'm a perfectionist. It's really annoying. There are certain things about me that I get annoyed with that I need to learn to let go. And I've learned that through the past year or so to let some things go and just like go with the flow of life. And I'm at that point where I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like when it's meant to happen, it will happen. Yeah, yeah that definitely has changed about you. But it's one of those things where it's... Um, it's... <laughs> Oh, poor Jay. So <laughs> Sorry, there's a little one-year-old walking around the house and it's adorable when he laughs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those things where millennials get a bad rap from people who are older than us, frankly. Um, sometimes people who are younger than us. Well, we get mistaken for, I think, the generation after us. Like True. millennials had to grow up with technology and grew with it. Like, we're brothers and sisters, almost, with technology. Right. We, we didn't get this instant gratification like the generation after us where they had nothing but iPads and games and instant TV and instant this and instant that and instant social media hits. Whereas we've had to, we've had to figure out technology as technology was figuring out itself. Amen. I had to set up my first computer. I had to deal with dial-up. AIM was a thing. Yeah. That... you've got mail yeah which is a great movie by the way (laughs) you've never seen there's a lot of movies well we're gonna have to have a movie night there's a lot of movies but you also have not what movie have you not seen that drives me crazy every time i actually really don't know devil wears prada yeah i've never seen the movie i've never seen the movie 
I love the movie. Yeah. And it does speak volumes because we were just talking about fashion and yeah. how it was. it's very much a part of art. It's a part of creativity. And that, I that still movie stand, says it. Listen, I still stand by the fact that I think some of the fashion designers are playing a joke on you people. Just saying. I mean, you know, without a little sense of pettiness and a little humor, <laughs> it doesn't make the world, uh, <laughs> has to make the world go around. Yes. So we wanted to also make sure that you guys are part of our conversation. That's why we've been constantly asking what you guys want us to talk about. We got some great submissions. This show, we really just wanted to focus on being an introduction to this hot mess mm-hmm. that this is how we met how we came together and yes. created a podcast i mean do you really want to talk about how exactly we met and me being a complete other <laughs> absolutely i mean I, you have to know the background to know how this happened yes so i i feel like you tell this story better than i do well i'm we have two different perspectives i was a new intern and i was in um the studio or the pr- production studio and that's why I bring up the Devil Wears product because it felt like a movie moment for me where <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, this is what this, they're talking about. This stuff really happens in real life. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, she walked in. She asked uh, one of the producers uh, something. And I guess I answered or I, I, I spoke up. Well, or- no, we were in the middle of doing a commercial shoot for a cash contest at one of the stations. But that's produced. not how we met. That's not how we met, but, but I don't really remember that interaction with you. Okay, so or different perspectives. She came into the uh, production studio and she asked something, and I made a comment or I said something uh, to either her or to the producer, and she looked at me and she was she, she very Estelle like <laughs> <laughs> told me interns don't speak, and I had to be like, uh. I wasn't talking to you. That's the thing. <laughs> I was just like, okay, movie moment, doggy dog, radio, I broadcasting. Know. I get it. Okay, this is this is that moment where I gotta, you know, put on my big girl pants. And I was like, oh, funny, because I wasn't talking to you. And her face just like changed. She was like, oh, okay, Miss Sass, and then walked out. I, I don't like, know okay. who I think I am sometimes. I don't know who you think you are sometimes. <laughs> oh, see, my memory is, I like, I remember you being in the studio. I don't ever remember you speaking to me or even talking when I entered mm-hmm. the room because you were, like, so focused on what you needed to do. Whereas I remember when we were doing the commercial shoot and mm-hmm. we were all dressed up in these ridiculous costumes, Natalie in her shark costume because she was so excited about That's that. Shark. And then mine was the baloney. I don't know why I picked that costume, but I just thought it was funny. And um, you said something. We are asked a question, and I just remember looking at you. I'm like, what did I say? Interns don't speak. And she, I don't even remember what you said, Like, but it was something sassy, probably like along those lines. Along those lines. And of, funny like, enough, again, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> but you answered my question. So technically, you were talking to me. I answered your comment. <laughs> I, you didn't ask me a question, and I didn't ask you a question. That was the point of the the moral of the, <laughs> the story. story is. No one asked anybody questions, but they just seemed that they needed to say something. Yes. At the end of the day, we ended up being biffles. Amen. I don't know how it happened. Neither do um. I. Because that room got quiet. Yeah. <laughs> that but. room got quiet. We looked at each other, and then we busted out laughing. And from that moment on, we were friends. Yes. 
So you can be mean and still get friends. Being nice doesn't always work. Be nice to people. It, it, it just, it's just easier. Our relationship is, is unique and one in a million because that normally would not happen to anybody else. A fight would have broke, broken out or HR would have been, you know, called. <laughs> what HR? <laughs> different, we go different, back? Different company, what different, <laughs> different era. HR? <laughs> different era. We won't speak of those things. So, yes, that is how we met. And now that you get to watch our beautiful faces once a week, I apologize now if I make ugly faces. Although it is a life goal of mine to become an Internet meme. That means Careful what you wish for. Dylan, <laughs> this is for you. If you do it, I'm going to just Nothing. wait. Nothing. She's not going to do anything. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> She's not going to do anything. Karma is a bitch. Um, <laughs> but, yes, so the process of us starting this podcast has been – a struggle <laughs> as anything in life mm-hmm. um we had one we went through so many names and going back and forth so like the real name of our podcast is petty ass bitches because that's who we are yes <laughs> at the end of the day that is who we are we're so proud of that yes um but with that name we want to eventually make this a real show someday you know have goals in life and we, our goals were always to be in front of the camera or in front of a mic speaking for people. So this would be our way of getting to that goal. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing over there. I'm having a moment. <laughs> so uh, we were going back and forth on picking out names. We went through so many different names so we wouldn't have to go by petty ass bitches because in the business world, using curse words tends to be frowned upon, which I don't get that in the 21st century anymore because I... They curse on television all the time. They do. And different words have different meanings now. Um, I had a very good discussion with my uh, cousin about the word bitch because it was, it, it's in past considered very derogatory and offensive towards women. Whether you believe that or you don't, that's your own opinion and your own prerogative. But it's all about tone, people. Exactly. About tone. It's about how you say it not what you say if someone's calling me a bitch with all the might in their in their soul I'm gonna you know question and ask and will I get offended immediately probably but it's (laughs) about (laughs) exactly it's about how you say it we see it as proud business boss like a bad bitch like Nicki Minaj was rapping about it's it's positive for us yes there are different connotations to it goes There's along even, with the n-word and you know asians were in the past called oriental which is not a description for asian people it's a description for a style and you calling a culture a a heritage uh, a style is not the correct term but it's also about how you say it no one is trying to be offensive no one is trying to be controversial it's just how we feel about ourselves and for us being petty being a bitch (laughs) it's human it's it's a it's a trait that you have good or bad you you can have the mean ones and the and the nasty ones but you could also have the ones that do good and that show power and strength and that's what we're gearing to yes so I also feel like the word bitch can mean something powerful. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a boss woman. Like mm-hmm. There are so many negative connotations even with it in that term. I just right. think it's the way that you represent it right. in a sense. 
But so we went back and forth for a good six months, actually. It was just probably back in October. We decided to finally just go with petty ass bitches. You know, just dive deep. <laughs> we, were, we were like sticking our toe in the shallow yeah. and we're like, should we, should we? No, let's no. not. And then at the very, literally at the very end, we were like, like. Last month, we decided just to go by the PAB podcast mm-hmm. just because of the fact that we plan on doing marketing and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we know that in order to do that process, even with other things that we've dealt with, with talking to other people in business Mm -hmm. that having curse names in your title (laughs) is not going to get you anywhere. Absolutely. And let us know in the comments below because we have worked in radio. We've worked in marketing and sales. If you want to maybe an episode about that, talking about our experience, our knowledge um, on those spectrums, I work in accounting now. So I've worked in radio in all from what seems like the beginning to the end and you've, you've worked, worked in all departments exactly so it's let us know down below if you want us to to talk about that for all the podcast streaming listeners go to your youtube channel or you know follow us on instagram facebook, facebook twitter and let us know tweet tweet Yes, so now we're here, the PAB podcast. Even It's funny because we even had graphics made for yes, Jake. <laughs> so sorry. No, so Jake, sorry. and it's funny because Jake, I think, was our final, like, just go with petty ass bitches. Yeah. And we decided last minute after he created everything. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to need you to change it back. Change it back. I get, we're going to still discuss what petty ass bitches is. Yeah. And, but it's just. To We're going to discuss what PAB stands for, yes. but for marketing standpoints, it was just easier to get our brand across if we took the the clean way and then kind of explain it in the the end. Yes, it will change. It one will day. Change. One day. So, yes. Um, but, yeah, I am. I think the process of getting here, we took a long time to get here but I'm happy that we did because Mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure that we did it the right way because like my niece said to me the other day that the fact that I work in media industry that this has to be on point and I hope that it is I mean this is a growing podcast we're still learning a lot of things and we're hopefully having better technology within the Absolutely. next couple of months to make it just, better. Yeah, just yeah. yesterday I was learning new things about how maybe you should record this. <laughs> how to <laughs> press maybe record. Maybe figure out how to do so this. So we're always learning. We're always figuring it out. As we're going, we're like, we hope this is doing what it's supposed to be doing because we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're figuring it out with you and we hope that you guys enjoy the ride, the growth with us. We do eventually plan to spawn out. Spawn. I don't think spawn was the right word. No, no, baby. You you are a spawn. (laughs) But no. Branch branch out out and do other videos and take some advice from you guys. Like I said, we do want you fully involved in our show. So comment below. I know that we are super annoying sometimes with our laughs but we hope you enjoy the show one of the things that we truly wanted to talk about today was millennials and how they have such a bad rap and yeah. we wanted to talk about all the different myths mm-hmm. that go along with millennials so we looked up some because we thought it'd keep be- it short and sweet but yeah we definitely did you know well I did some research. Let's be honest. I did it before we came on. I'm glad she did because I hate doing research. Amen. I mean, 
Jess, unfortunately, is sick, who is our producer, our social media guru, the one who's helping us post and caption and everything else. She was sick, so she's slowly dying, as we all are. I mean, we all are slowly dying. It's a fact of life. Deja is... Deja is stepping in (laughs) like the rock star that she is (laughs) to help us keep us on time and make sure this doesn't become us just... Ranting. Shit. <laughs> exactly. Ranting, which is a very important thing that we do not want. We don't want to sound like we're ranting. Mm-hmm. So um, the first myth that we found is that millennials are addicted to their smartphones. <laughs> As you see that we both have our smartphones on us. I also have my Apple Watch on. Um, so <laughs> it's definitely a fact. I hate to admit it, though. I think most millennials, they do love their phone connected to their palm if they could have it in their wrist. They would. Me, personally, I've left my phone in my car, gone the entire night. People text, call me. I don't pick up because my (laughs) phone is nowhere near me. So I'm one of those, like, exception to the rule fact myth people. I don't keep my – my phone will die. My phone will be lost. I don't know where it is. It's in a couch cushion somewhere. And I continue to go about my day. So, I mean – I, I gather most of I'm, the I'm, I'm just opposite. different. I'm just different. I'm the complete opposite, and I hate to admit this <laughs> because I. it's funny, too, because, like, I'll lose my phone, and my phone will be my like, I can't find my phone. Dumbass, wow. it's in your hand. Oh, it's <laughs> like, where's my mom's done with that with her glasses? Yes. On her face as she's staring directly <laughs> at me with see, her stigmatism. I've not done that <laughs> yet. <laughs> Where are my glasses? Dude, can you see me? <laughs> no, but I do hate to admit that I am one of those people that needs to know where my phone is all times i do try to put my phone off the side or like have it near me at least but i do try to keep it off the side especially at dinner time i think that is such an important time to be like having real conversations with my family to see how everybody's day goes Mm -hmm. um sorry I know. Excuse we me. can't drink champagne again. Yes. It's, it's it makes you gassy. Oh, it's doing <laughs> But we want to celebrate ish. today. Exactly, yes. it's been such a long process. But never again. <laughs> <laughs> never again. But uh, I try so hard. And then at work, I've noticed I do put my phone down and I will just leave it there mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. But I also have my watch on me. Yeah. So it's not you really cheat. cheating. Yeah, it is cheating. I mean, it is cheating. But You're it's still not, connected. I'm still connected. But if my phone's over here and I'm on the other side of the building, it's not cheating because my phone can go off and I don't even know it. Range. I got range. it. I got it. It means range. I got you. So, like I said, I hate to admit it, but I am kind of addicted to my phone. I need to know where it is at all times. But you know what? You never know what emergency is going to happen. True, but so, I don't know about that because I will leave my phone anywhere and anywhere. But see, anywhere and anywhere. <laughs> you want to know why? Like, I have a personal history as to why I always keep my phone on me because mm-hmm. one time my father got caught on fire and <laughs> and my, my mom, like, was trying to get a hold of my, my siblings and I. Mm-hmm. I was the first one to get a hold of just because yeah. I live here, whereas my siblings don't live here or at the time didn't live here. And... My mom ripped them all a new one for not picking up their phones, for not even calling her back. Like, they took days to call her back, and she flipped her shit over it. So I think after watching that, yeah. I'm like, I need to have this with me at all times. In case my mom goes crazy. I'm scared of the Queen Dashaka, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. She, I she rather little, just. She's a little spooky. She <laughs> is. She, she cray. Um, so the second uh myth or fact i guess would be millennials are 
uninformed uninformed about the facts Mm -hmm. i don't think that's true i think with the me too the me too movement the um the gun rights we're very much present and we're the first to uh protest and we're the first to to fight against inequality uh so it's i don't think that is correct i agree and disagree like i agree with those points i do think we do get misinformed i believe some but we're not uninformed no i yeah it depends on what it is if you're being misinformed about something and ranting and raving about whatever misinformation that you've been given but i mean that's we're we're informed to a degree like we we're not we're not living life uninformed about what's happening in syria like we're we know what's going on we know what's going on well we're half informed i would say i don't think we know everything but i don't think that's millennials fault no i think that's media's fault (laughs) media the governments they don't want us to know everything that's going on but i do think it's it depends on the person too i think if you don't really care about something you're not going to be informed about it right i do think a lot of millennials are uninformed about politics because I think we all do have a belief that no matter if we vote or not, it does, our vote doesn't matter and or certain things. So we don't personally get informed about things that are going on in our own country because we don't feel like our opinion of what's really going on matters. I think that more has to do with it. Well, at me, I'm not a big politics person. I know the headlines, but I purposefully made sure I knew them so I wasn't living life uninformed so for me it was as simple as setting up notifications with the news app and like setting it to politics yeah but you can't just go off the no but i mean that's also or not that's a choice for me to like go deeper into it like if it actually interests you right exactly but it does because i'm more interested in like celebrity news than i am (laughs) political news and and that would be millennial for you No shame in my game. <laughs> but I'm informed about stuff. You're informed about something. I don't know exactly. if it's the important things. It didn't it say says, that, but it did not say that. It yeah. says uninformed. Informed. Where did it go? <laughs> uninformed about the facts. Celebrity facts are facts. So anyway. Fiction. I'm just gonna ignore that one. Fiction. <laughs> the fact of the matter is we are an informed we are an informed group. Whether you think your the the facts you're informed are a little trivial or unimportant, that's a whole other situation. But I mean, we know what's happening. We we realize what's going on. We just, like I said, I don't think our opinions matter, and what goes on to the things that really do tri- truly matter. Absolutely, but the I boomers mean, boomers don't care about what we have to say. Yeah, but you Sorry. have you have your opinions. <laughs> <Got> angry. <laughs> As a millennial, do you know? Are you informed about things? Even though you don't think people have will understand or accept your opinions, do you believe you still have opinions on the facts that are happening? Yeah. Okay, so you're informed. I am informed. So, but I'm not like everybody else either, just like you. Amen. <laughs> Hence we're why we're individuals. Doing we are talking about the people that understand what we're going through. To the millennials that are smoking <laughs> weed, doing shit with their life, that's on you. 
but that not sh- doing, has no not doing shit. That, I think you need to say not doing shit. Not doing shit. What did I say? You said doing shit because oh, not doing shit. <laughs> you know what? You know what I meant. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Double negative. So you understand me properly. Um, but it's one of those things. If you, I'm not a. I don't understand that. I'm not one of those millennials. So there's. I think it's maybe a half and half. Or like a 60-40 situation. It's probably more 60-40. Yeah. Um, millennials, number three, millennials are self-absorbed. <laughs> I think this depends on the moment. Like earlier, Ariel was talking to me, and I was too busy checking myself out in the mm-hmm. camera to make yeah. sure I look fine. And then I did the same thing. <laughs> she did the same thing. Also, too, earlier, Deja was getting ready to take a picture of her son. Oh, my gosh. And it was, I was in the middle of doing something. Mm-hmm. And Deja's like, oh, you look so cute. Let me take a picture. So I, like, turned around to go take a photo. She wasn't talking <laughs> She to wasn't her. talking to me. No. <laughs> I later learned when I turned around. It's not got, about you. It wasn't about me. So not about I do... You. Inconclusive. Yeah, I think this is like, it's, it depends it's on the a, person. You know, exactly. It definitely depends on the person. Because boomers, Gen X, we all a little, you know, self-absorbed. We all about them ourselves a little, little, little bit, a whole lot of bit, actually. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. We all have our flaws. Yeah, we're all not perfect. Please, you boomers are not perfect. <laughs> or anybody know. that judges millennials. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Um, millennials mm. love whining about student loans. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, I feel like who does it? Like, yeah. And if it's not student loans that we're complaining about, it's about some other debt that somebody has. <laughs> it's uh, debt is hard. <laughs> I have debt that I don't know I have. Okay, <laughs> and it's it's worrisome. <laughs> I need to figure that out. Yeah, don't judge uh, me. Yeah, I am judging you, but don't that's just me. me. Don't come for me. But no, I but I, I, I have am a come for you. Again, not about you. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about me. So I have uh, cousins who are older than me in their 50s. And there's, do I have cousins in, my, in their 60s? No. 40s, 50s. They still are paying off of off their student loans. That's, a, that's an issue for everybody, not just millennials. That is a huge issue. The fact that we encourage to keep people in debt forever is a huge, huge, huge issue. I don't know what that is. but That's hey, all that is. That's me being uninformed. Well... Work on that, honey. Amen. Don't be like fact number two. Five, babe. Well, no, I said don't be like fact number two, being uninformed. Pay attention. I don't like that face. I don't like that face. (laughs) I make a lot of ugly faces. I apologize. All right, fact number five. (laughs) (laughs) Millennials are just as well off as previous generations. Um, I don't see. I. I agree and disagree with this again because mm-hmm. I do think back when our parents were going through what we were going through at our age, they were able to buy a house at our age. Yeah. They owned their own house. They were starting their own family. They could support a family. Mm-hmm. Yes, it probably was hard, but they were able to do those kind of things. Well, I think the cost of living and how we're being paid is two different scenarios that have definitely changed with our student loans. Um that also pays our debt that pays a that plays a part in the difficulty that it is to to establish yourself earlier in life our parents were getting married at 18 years old having children at 20 
me at 18 and at 20 oh hell no that's <laughs> that was not a scenario my that mom I was married to be a part of. three times when mm-hmm. one of them was at the i age don't of think 18. your mother wants the world to know that yet she knows everybody knows yeah but mm, not everybody but her first marriage was at the age of 18 no 17 she was 17 when she got married and then was getting on to her second marriage by 28 and she always tells me don't get married till you're 30 <laughs> I don't now, think now I'm of age that I can get married. Yes. But she always says, don't get married till you're 30. What you want at that time changes by the time you turn 30. And it's it's so true. Like what I wanted at 18, what I wanted at 21, what I wanted five years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like the past two years have been like, I know exactly what I wanted right. out of my life. Right. And no, and I, I don't, I think things will change eventually, mm-hmm. but not as yeah. drastic. Yeah. I mean, at 16, eight, 16 to 18, I wanted to be married and have my first child by the age of 25. When I hit 25, I was like, oh, hell no. Because that, that was not in the realm of possibility financially, emotionally, mentally, everythingly. It was not it was not a thing for me at 25. But like you have to grow up. You have to figure that out. And I mean, there are young parents. Deja, love you. You, you you're rocking that shit. <laughs> but she is though. But it it's it but depends also- on the person and it depends on the ability to do and manage that. I know myself well enough where I could I mean when you have to, you have to. I think that that also plays a part. Our parents had to do it. They had to figure it out. If I, oh, God forbid, if I were to get <laughs> pregnant tomorrow, oh, God. <laughs> um, I, I would have not, to figure it out. I'm not ready to be another aunt. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I, already got I don't want to be a mother yet. <laughs> I'm single and, you know, just living life. All right. This isn't tender. Okay. Why this the hell not? Tender. I'm single. <laughs> Anyways, love walks on the beach. (laughs) Anyways, but I do think millennials are better off with like health options and like medical miracles, I guess they're called or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. People are having babies at like 50. People are carrying their grandchildren. But that has nothing to do with millennials. (laughs) No, it doesn't. But like, that's the like, as a millennial, because we're always going to be millennials, no matter how old we get, we're going to be part of that generation. We're better off with information and access to information. Absolutely. And science. Yes. And science. All those things. As a millennial, because that doesn't change. Yeah. I do think that it depends on what you're talking about again, because like I said, financially, I think our parents were a lot better Mm -hmm. in that day and age. Cost of living. Cost of living. It is the cost of living has gone up, but pay wages haven't gone up. Right. And, but... We have access to the internet. We have free information. Mm-hmm. We know about better health benefits for ourselves. So, yeah, I, it de- like I said, it depends on what it is. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's changed. Like, we've, as millennials, we have to kind of maneuver and figure out how to make that change somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. make them dollars somewhere else. Like or my mom says, jobs. figure out how to grind, how to, how to hustle that's what i think as boomers because remember boomers raised us so i don't know where this whole like criticism and extra ish is coming from (laughs) because guess what you taught it to us so just pump your brakes my mom always raised me showed me told me to hustle figure out a way to not rely on me and because she could not not that she couldn't she couldn't because 
it was financially possible for her to be a young mom single mom and and do it by herself but she had to figure it out and that was the biggest thing she was just like you have to figure it out you have to hustle you and that's and it's so weird that we're considered self-entitled when we were taught to to thrive and strive as hard as we can and in the process we got the rap of being self-entitled and thinking everything belongs to us when it's not the case at no, all I've always had to work for everything that I had granted there are people who didn't have to work for a damn thing in their life mm-hmm. and I get very jealous of those people because I bust my butt mm-hmm. every day wake up work hard every day and I feel like half the time I take two steps forward just to take five backwards mm-hmm. like I'm constantly going in this repeative cycle so I don't understand where like this mindset where millennials are lazy and they feel self-entitled and they expect just to have everything and that's not necessarily true about yeah. millennials I can not s- as a, a whole group you can't generalize that no. statement on but you can't do that with any like any you can't generalize anything group and of I think, people and I think that's the other big part group of this of thing that you can't just generalize people we're all individuals we're all we all have different personalities yes we have similar features and stuff like that but we're all different yeah. and I think that's what we're that's our biggest similarity is that we're all different and we all bring different ideas opinions if it, we were all the same, it would be massively boring. It would, it would be. be unproductive. It would be a stagnant way of life. And that's not the the point of living life. The point of living life is to learn and to grow. And if you're not, then you need to take a long, deep look into, into the mirror. So I think that was a pretty good first show or episode. Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Episode. I need to get in the habit of saying episode, not show. Uh, I mean, it is. It is is the same thing. Uh, We do plan to have other pettier moments in our. Probably. We can't plan them. We can't plan them. I guess it also depends what's happening in our lives. Like I said earlier, we are in a very much better place in our lives. Mm -hmm. But I'm still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> life does happen <laughs> yes. your pettiness like comes over the shoulder every once in a while it's necessary it's every ne- day it's necessary but i mean <laughs> hopefully we can shine a light shine a petty spotlight yes. on everything and i think w- i was asking you this entire time i was like what's our spe- petty, petty spotlight? spotlight it's a feature that we want to um have on our show but i think i also don't know if i like petty spotlight yeah i feel I like it should be something clever yeah, more Better. clever. Petty Give us a different title. Because... the hell? Okay. I'm just saying, that's how I feel about it. When we just say petty spot, I feel like it needs to have more... Listen, you know I don't speak growling. proper English. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Stop doing that. Um, but yeah, hey, if you can figure out a better name, shoot please it to me. Please, below. please, I need the help. But for right now, our petty spotlight, I think, is this show. Yeah, it's the struggle of getting here. <laughs> yeah, I think that was our petty moment. Of- the struggle we had today with just getting sick, we had to push back everything. We yeah honestly everything happens for a reason everything happens for a reason but I think getting here dealing with the name 
the financial, you know, burden or the struggle necessity because yeah. to make money, you got to spend money, honey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Deja. We got Deja. an audience. Sorry. <laughs> we got an audience. Yes. Deja acted a little crazy. I appreciate the, I appreciate the support because it's, it was, it was, it was a moment. It was a many a moments kind of yeah. figuring all of this out together. Yeah. Thank you girl for doing what this with me. Anything for you, boo. Do it without you. So, cheers to our first episode. Cheersy. To a million more. (gasps) Yay. A million more. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Way to shake the camera.